Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, a nearly naked man walked through a dog park covered in peanut butter. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Somebody saw me? Okay. You you were indisposed. You were not walking through any park. Not this weekend. Not even eating peanut butter. But the only thing missing from that line not is... Not this weekend. A South Florida man so walked through it. It's always a South what? Florida man. It's, no, it's a Florida a man. A Florida man. It doesn't you see always... see panhandle? There are, yeah, there are websites devoted to Florida men. And it's always a Florida man. And it almost always involves methamphetamine <laughs> or something like that. You're going to be a Florida man at some point? Not the way I'm going now. <laughs> Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, LeBron has some questions. Kyrie says he's the answer. Yeah. And Bryce Harper has a multiple choice. But we begin today with Robert Kraft being formally charged by Palm Beach County with two misdemeanor counts of solicitation for the purpose of prostitution. There is a possibility of jail time, but Kraft will not have to appear in court the day of the hearing in April. For our purposes, Wilbon, where do you think go, things go from here in terms of the NFL and Kraft's ownership of the Patriots? Tony, I think it's still way too early because there's way too much we don't know. If if all it is, and when I say all it is, I don't want to sound judgmental here, but if what we're talking about is a misdemeanor only and Kraft is never connected to anything else, that's one set of circumstances, mm-hmm. but we don't know that's all it's going to be. Right. There are already people calling for greater investigations, more information. There's way too much to know. And you know what, Tony? This is one I don't feel the need to sort of get out ahead of. I, 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 I want to see what is going to develop. So I'm not going to talk about the legality of this because I'm not a lawyer. Right. I, I'm, I'm going to look at this in terms of Robert Kraft and his reputation and his legacy. And I'm going to go bolder than you're okay. going to go. I think this is how it is going to end. I think it is going to end with him giving the team to his son and him never being in that suite again. I don't think this is like Jimmy Ursay with drugs and a personal history of that problem. I don't think this is like Jerry Richardson with inappropriate behavior towards employees. I think once you put in these two words, sex trafficking, sex trafficking, whether Robert Kraft knew this or not, I think that changes it. And and Mike, the the Patriots are the most hated sports team in America. Roger Goodell has slapped around Robert Kraft a number of times and Kraft has slapped back. And I honestly believe this is going to end with him out of the Patriots. Certainly, Tony, there are. People looking at this and seeing, reading the tea leaves as you are. And there's plenty of time for that. Um, Your position is the well-countered position. You know what? Every time we have these serious issues that are a combination of legal and cultural, we we wind up having a blind spot and we don't know what's coming. And I don't know what's coming. No. And And I, and I will say this. I suspect it will be more serious than simply a misdemeanor. But I don't know. And I don't see around corners that well and that precisely to see how Robert Kraft is going to wind up in this. Hmm. We've reached the point, Tony, where from now until the end of the season, it's going to be wall to wall Lakers. You love that, don't you? I do. I like the Lakers. I know you do. Well, Today's only because of LeBron. installment deals with a crushing loss to the Pelicans, who without Anthony Davis completely dominated the Lakers. Afterward, LeBron worried openly about his team lacking a sense of urgency. 
tunnel with only 23 games left and three games back of the eighth and final playoff spot in the West, do you think it's more likely the team will somehow come together or simply eh, fall apart? I missed most of this weekend, so this is a fairly serious question. Am I sitting on the moon right now? Am I on the moon? No, you're not. Because did LeBron James willingly and eagerly go to the Lakers? Yes. Do you think he knew what their record was last year? Yeah. Do you think he knew the roster that they had last year? Yep, yep. Okay. LeBron James, who I love, has been eight times to the finals, sometimes without much of a supporting cast. But if you're going to talk about being a leader, you're going to talk about being the GOAT, you're going to talk about all the things that are LeBron, then go lead this team. (laughs) Then go lead this. I believe I started demanding that two weeks ago. Lead this. This Look, Tony, 23 games left is a critical uh, part of that sentence. And it means you got to get hot now. I looked at the Lakers' schedule. They got to win four of the next five or they're going to lose contact. Okay? Because the Sacramento Kings aren't trying to do them any favors. Sacramento Kings despise the Lakers. So there's a real rivalry, even if it's one way. But I I, I think they're going to come together. I do. I'm still, I'm not going to call it hope. I still believe in LeBron James' ability to rally As a team. I. And I think there's enough right. talent when I look well, at Ingram and Kuzma in particular. And Ball's going to come back, and yeah. he's going to help them defensively and with ball handling. Okay. I'm just going to tell you that LeBron tried to trade every one of these guys okay, in order to get there. Anthony Davis. If they don't make the playoffs, if LeBron, after being to eight straight finals, doesn't make the playoffs, if Magic Johnson, after five-time champion... And 12 years in the league and never missing the playoffs. If that combination doesn't make the playoffs, it is the second biggest story of the year behind whoever is the eventual champion. They've got guys with playoff experience. They got Rondo. They got Stevenson. They got McGee. LeBron, honestly, I love LeBron. You know what? Lead him. Lead him. Pull him down the road. Pull him down the road. Do you think he will? Yes, I do. Me too. Yes, I do. But I'm giving the other side of this. And now because we can't go a day here without a Kyrie Irving story, and he's your boy. You're a little less enthusiastic. Here is today's. After the Celtics lost to the terrible Chicago Bulls over the weekend. Beat down. Irving was asked if he was worried about the Celtics' inconsistent play, now carrying over into the playoffs. Why don't we listen? Do you concern the, the struggle that you guys have with leaking in the playoffs? No. No, I'll be fine. Why do you think that? Because I'm here. Oh, boy. Wilbon, <laughs> is this confidence or arrogance? Both. Both. Uh, and one thing I've learned, Tony, I guess just from being around all sports, is there are guys who seem to have irrational levels of confidence, and that's what tends to, in part, in addition to the physical skills, make them great. They almost seem delusional, but they're not. I mean, they, they, they can deliver on these promises, and Kyrie Irving is of that talent level. Now, I'm not going to say they're automatically okay because I'm looking at Milwaukee and I'm looking at Philly and I'm looking at Toronto. I'm even looking at the Pacers who have no reason to be playing as well as they are, but they are. And I'm thinking, okay, Kyrie, you better deliver on this. That's Tony, that's worse than people go out and say, I guarantee we're going to win game seven. That doesn't mean anything. What Kyrie Irving did just there, that meant something. So I'm going to get off the Kyrie Irving bus. Why? I'm going to let you drive it from now Because I think he's a miserable person. Oh, come on. Mike, he is critical of everybody all the time. He is standing there with a comment like that saying, I'm a leader. But here's what I wonder about. You would know better than I. I don't know that all his teammates like to play with him. I don't know that all his teammates always trust him. I don't know that what he says from Monday is good on Tuesday. 
is good on Wednesday. I, I, and I think he's a great talent. I think he's the best ball hand in the league. I think he's better than too. Steph Curry. I do too. I think that talent is there. Yeah. But I, I'm trying to search for that thing, that, that essence of Kyrie Irving that I can absolutely depend Tony, on. Do you think it's there? The Celtics are searching for it, too. Do you think I it's don't there? Know, and that's why I just said Kyrie's, he's got to deliver on that. Let me tell you something. The Bulls, and I know they're a lot better with the addition of Otto Porter, who got, who got hurt in that game. They took them out. Okay, they took the Celtics out. In a game, you start by thinking, oh, the Celtics are going to win this game. So Kyrie, Tony, he has set himself up as the guy who has to deliver he, on that promise. Right, because he wants so desperately to be a leader. Yes. Do you think that down deep he has a particular sense of self that is trustable? He has teammates, a it's only trustable if you win. Right? So this year. Because last year he didn't get the chance because he wasn't there. He got hurt. So this year. So got, they got to win the East. So or it just, poof. No. Spring training is in full swing. And your boy Bryce Harper is not. That's funny. right. That's right. There was talk all weekend about the Phillies closing a deal, which has not happened. More immediately, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts was part of the club's contingent of people who actually met with Harper yesterday morning. Reports are that the Dodgers are interested in the short-term deal if Harper is. So, Tony, should Harper be interested in something less than a 10-year deal? So I've got a lot of issues with this. As you know, I've sat here for a long time, and I've told you, if he went to the Dodgers, if he went to the Yankees, if he went to the Cubs, I'm okay with that. I, I didn't like the Phillies, and I right. don't like the Phillies. Those other teams were all right. You go to the Dodgers, you go to a great organization. You grew up in Las Vegas. You're close to Las Vegas. All of that makes sense to me. But if they're going to offer him a short-term deal, let's just say... A hundred million dollars over three years. Ooh. Let's say that's short term. Okay. With an opt out over three or an opt out. He'd be over 28 four. years old and, and a he free could bet on himself again, make again. more money. But here's my pushback. What? Why wouldn't you take that from the Washington Nationals? But they didn't offer that. They offered 10 years. No, you could have had that. You wanted the big thing. Yeah. This is about Scott Boris. And, yeah. and if I don't have a real sense of self with Kyrie Irving, I have no sense of self with Bryce Harper. I don't know if he views himself simply as a commodity. I have absolutely no idea. But they were talking $400 million. They didn't get $400 million. Is Bryce Harper happy in all this? Why would... There's another part to this too, Mike. Do you know how many lefties are in the lineup of the Dodgers right now? Max Muncy, Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger, Jock Peterson. You want a fifth lefty in the middle of the lineup? Well, Bryce Harper might not be as concerned about that as much as Dave Roberts. But, Tony, you know, this is like talking about Anthony Davis and his representatives and what they want and whether they're happy. Does the player want okay, it? Okay, well, let me ask you this. If the player, let's say the deal's a little bit longer than that. Let's say it's six years. I wouldn't call okay. that short term. Six, six for 200? That seems no, like a 220, lot. 220, 230. Oh, my. That's almost $40 million that's right. a year. And what they're saying is we're not going to keep you for 10 years. We don't trust you at 33, 34, 35 years old. Tony, Bryce Harper, is he 25? 26, 25, 26. Okay, so so six years gets him in his early 30s. He's still in his prime. Close to you 40 would, million. You pay him by then, that's going to be the going rate. Again, if you're Bryce Harper, why would you not be just, interested in that deal? You'd, of course you'd be interested okay. in that because you're getting forty over $40 million a year Close and nobody's it, gotten yeah. that. Just don't go to the Phillies. That's your Phillies. thing is the Phillies, not his. I'm sorry, am I on the show with you? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. On Saturday, eight of the 15 Ole Miss basketball players knelt during the playing of the national anthem. They were reportedly reacting to a pro-Confederacy march through Oxford, Mississippi, that was scheduled to conclude on campus. Both the coach and the AD supported the players, even though last year the coach, Kermit Davis, said his players would stand for the anthem. 
Wilbon, what does all of this say to you? It says a lot to me, uh, and I'm going to get some people angry. Because folks who want to uh, demand that people not take a knee, they better start to observe. We better demand of them. They know the difference between stars and stripes and stars and bars Mm -hmm. and what those things stand for. And not just to those, I guess, mostly black basketball players, but what they what it ought to stand for to everyone in this country. The Confederacy, this is this is not 1860. We're not in the middle of uh, the, the Civil War, but there are still civil rights to be fought for. And so I am with those kids who took a knee completely and utterly. And the people who want to get angry at them, we need to look at them and demand they come to terms with what those two differences are between stars and stripes and stars and bars. So this is, to me, not about the anthem. What this is about, to me, is something in the 60s we called outside agitation. This is, okay. There may be some students involved in right. this. But these like are outs- Charlottesville last year. These are outside groups okay. trying to make a political statement right here. This is not Colin Kaepernick to me. This is, look, you're, you're bringing the Confederacy onto my campus. I'm not standing that's for right. it. That's right. And that's why I think the coach and the AD are right in this. This whole issue of Confederate statues, this is very difficult. This is very complicated because this is part of the history of the country. But in very recent years, the attitudes have changed. It's almost like a flood in this country. You cannot... Ask these players to stand up. But people while will. Well, people will. I'm not, those are the people. I know you're not. I'm and not. I'm, I'm talking to those not in people. This case. Because that's where I'm the not. other agitation is. I'm the not. agitation directed at those players is, how dare you do this? No. How dare you ask them to stand and salute that? And people have a right to organize and march. But people have a right in counter-demonstrating to kneel down. Again, now maybe you and I differ. I don't think it's as much about the anthem as it's about this greater issue. It it is, Tony, but the flag, not the the flag and the anthem are symbolic of that. They represent that, each side of it. But that's all they could have done, and I think they did the right thing. I agree. Let's take a break. Coming up, Kyler Murray has reportedly put on 15 pounds. Should his draft stock rise with his weights? Is 15 pounds good on anybody? I don't know. Not on me. Should the Warriors worry that the Rockets have beaten them three times this season? I remember when Len Bias died, and I thought of Lefty Drizel. He will never coach there again. Yeah. And I thought it early on, and I use that as the yeah. craft analogy. Right. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard. The bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously, because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. Mail time where you write the questions, or maybe our interns do. We're not going to tell. Let me get Mail the first time. one from Mike. Right? Wow. Peter King's report that Kyler Murray is up to 206 pounds. Yeah. Make you more confident about his NFL career? No. No, 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 no. There's this notion that everybody has to relate to another player exactly, and he needs to weigh the same as Russell w- Wilson. Stop. 
I mean, he's a he's a blur. If you're going to say on one hand he's Reggie Bush with the ball, and Reggie Bush plus 15 pounds wouldn't be Reggie Bush. No, Kyler Murray's got to play to his own strengths, and he doesn't need to be a carbon copy of Russell Wilson. So I think that we're in agreement on this because while I think that he has to prove that he can take a hit and 206 might help him, the best way not to take a hit is to be faster than everybody yeah. else. So I'm not sure that 206 necessarily helps him. What I am sure about and I will bring Russell Wilson in right now. These are baseball players. They know how to slide. He's going to get out of trouble, as Russell Wilson does, by sliding. He's going to get out of trouble, as you said, initially, by running. Run fast. Fast. And plus 15 doesn't help you go faster. Uh, I I agree. The Houston Rockets are 3-0 against the Warriors this season. Something or nothing? To me, it's absolutely nothing because it's regular season games. And what we're talking about from now on is how people are going to do in the playoffs and the last two playoffs, the Rockets were 0-2. Now, I know Chris Paul was hurt, but he gets hurt a lot in the playoffs. And we've seen James Harden over the years not be as good in the playoffs as, for example, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. And please correct me if I'm wrong, aren't they still on the Warriors? They're still there. So, so and they're I, still going to have they're going to have home court this year, which they didn't have last. So I don't think it means anything. I think it means a little something, Tony. And I, I think what it means more is an opening clip we saw of Chris Paul tucking his jersey and getting ready to go. Chris Paul is the most important player still on the Houston Rockets. And the other night, without James Harden, Chris Paul was brilliant. And when he's healthy, he is still brilliant, and he can help take a team out, maybe even including the Warriors. But it depends on Chris Paul, not Harden. You will concede his health is an issue in the the playoffs. Yes, it has been, Tony. Well, I'm saying. It has been. He's got to be there for him. I know he wants to be there. Is the Chelsea goalie getting ripped unfairly? So this is yesterday's Mr. Chelsea-Manchester City game. It's about to go to penalty kicks. The Chelsea coach wants to take the goalie out, and the goalie refuses to go. This is Kepa saying, get off The me. goalie makes the coach look like a complete chump, and yeah. by the way, loses the game anyway. We have seen Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander say, no, 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 Skip. I'm going to stay in the game. I'm going to get everybody out. They're Hall of Fame people. I think, Mike, at this well, point... This is the highest paid goalie in the world. So you've either got to fire world. the coach right. or get rid of the goalie. The amazing thing is, if you keep watching the video, the coach, he just wanders back in the tunnel. He's defeated. He's emasculated, That's right. in my opinion. I'm looking at the coach and say, stop complaining to the people on the bench behind you. Go and get the goalkeeper by the ear if you have yank to. Him out. What are you doing? Yank him out. Or else what a weak or leader you know, he is. You know what's going to happen? That becomes an opening for Luke Walton, doesn't it? Enough email. Let's take one last break, but still to come to the Bucks. Suddenly need to worry about Giannis's health? You got a severe head cold? And are we nearing the return of Zion Williamson? Is something wrong with Antetokounmpo? I hope not. He's my MVP right now, today. today. Not hard. Not hard today. Happy time, people. Happy 68th birthday, James Brown. JB! This is personal for us. We've both known JB forever and ever. When Sports Talk Radio started in Washington, D.C. in 1992... JB's show followed mine. Big I shots. got to know him and love him. Big shot. Coming out of DeMatha, he was an all-Ivy League basketball player at Harvard. And we're happy to say his education and personality and ability have made him even richer than us. Right, Wilbon? You know, people got on JB because he didn't go play ball because he went to Harvard. Look, I know Doug Collins, Ernie DiGregorio, McGinnis, Larry Keenan, they were in that draft. But if you're JB, are you changing no. lives with no. anyone? JB and Dorothy, no. how no. great for them. No. We love them. 
Happy anniversary, Jerry Jones. On this day 30 years ago, you bought the Cowboys for $140 million. Their value now, according to Forbes, is $4.8 billion, making the Cowboys Damn. the most valuable sports franchise in the world. Jerry Jones gets into all sorts of fights with his fellow owners, but I would bet they think his business sense is second to none, and I would wipe his glasses for 100 ah. bucks a shot. Tony, I was down in Dallas when that story, that transferal took place. That was like a hostile takeover. People were angry. Tom Landry, get People out. People were angry. That was tough to hear. Yeah. Happy trails to the Knicks' 18-game home losing streak. After 85 days of allegedly trying to win at Madison Square Garden, the Knicks finally beat the San Antonio Spurs last night to end that woeful streak. At the Oscars last night, Samuel Jackson went out of his way to tell his good friend, professional Knicks fan Spike Lee, that the Knicks had won. Spike Lee then won as well for Best Adapted Screenplay. No one sought out Chris Tapp's Porzingis <laughs> for his reaction. You love the Oscars. Were you well enough to stay up and watch last night? Not all. And did you root for your fellow Nick Van Spike Lee? Not all. I was, I was asleep by then. One omission, okay. the Raiders have reached an agreement to play the 2019 season of in the Oakland Coliseum. And the 2020 season if their and stadium in Vegas is not And 2024 Quick to the big finish. Quick. LSU beat Tennessee in overtime. Time to start taking them seriously. So early. I'm still not ready to go on those Southeastern Conference teams just yet. Coach K says, Zion is getting better, will not play Tuesday against Vatek. That makes sense, right? They don't need him to beat Vatek. Triple G is close to a deal with DAZN. Is that a big deal? All those fights involving Triple G are a big deal, Tony. Arthur Blank bought a $180 million super yacht. You impressed? No. Why not? Win the Super Bowl. Huh? Or win the Henley Regatta in well, a Super, super yacht. Yacht's a good consolation Last prize. one, Giannis listed as doubtful with right knee soreness tonight against your Bulls. Is that cause for concern? I'm concerned we in the red are winning too many games. Giannis will be fine. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or at